Uh, to South Canterbury, go. Hello, Ron. Yeah, hello. Yeah, I'm a, an 86-year-old, so I've been white waiting a long time. And I think that we have to have a limit on the amount that you can catch, whether it's, I prefer one litre, but some people might say, well, we've got, got to have a bit more than that. Two litres would be enough. And I don't think it should be sold commercially. And if you had those two, and I don't know that we'd have a trouble with the amount of breeding. Now, I'm near a local river that's called the Wyo. It comes in from the sea and then it branches out. One branch comes up to a lake called Lake Wainono, and there's a grass bank all the way. It's not a shingle river. The other one is a shingle, and it's not so good for the white bait. Mm. Um, I understand they lay their eggs on on grassy or they do, and, and and they need the shade as well, or else they basically get poached. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, well, I don't think you get this that amount in the um, in the in the braided rivers, mm. and the Waitaki is another one that doesn't have many. Well, up, up the side streams will be a, a, a bit of grass hanging over the, the banks, but mm. most most rivers are, are in the South Island are shingle yeah. bottom. Uh, are you a white baiter yourself? Have you gone out fishing? I, yes, I have. Actually, when when we were kids, often with three of us going, and when when we if we took um, like we had a net each, and if we went home, our mother would give us a cupful each. You go. We had two neighbours that didn't have any children, and they would always go with would take quite back to them. They gave us, they had quite good orchards and they gave us apples. <laughs> in, in return for the white bait. Now, that's lovely. Well, what I'm yeah. saying is over your lifetime, have you noticed that the numbers have fallen? Oh, terrifically, yes. Mm. Actually, the trouble is I saw two people, they had a 10-litre bucket, like it was an old paint bucket, and the, the white, they had so many of the white bait was jumping out of them. And both those people sold them. Mm. And they were retired they didn't need to be doing that and there was another man I never actually saw what how much he got he had a net that was he, he could put it in and it was a cloth one he could leave it there all day and I think he got around about a kerosene bucket full out of it each time that he lifted and he was retired and no need for the, the extra cash either and it was just criminal really so here we go here we go so that guy who put the net in all day he then walked away from the net? Oh, he would stay be- beside it, and he had a wee pocket of stones, and if he saw the, the white boat were, were going to swim past his net, he'd flick one out. He didn't wave his hand, or otherwise that would have yeah. went away. you just okay. do it with your thumb, and that, that, that's actually illegal. But... Yeah. Well, what, well, you see, what the Department of Conservation is worried about is people who overfish it, obviously. And so the rule they've put in is that you have to stay within 10 metres of your net. And this is to stop people setting a net and then, you know, wandering off to the pub and coming back, you know, 10 hours later and going, whoa, look at all this, you know. Uh, do you think that sort of thing works or it, should it actually be catch size? Oh, no, I think if they leave it in all day like that, it's, well, the, the, the man, he never went more than 10 metres away from it. And mm. most people hang on to the net yeah. anyway. But it, it's as far as setting it and going away all day, I've never actually seen very much of that. So you are all in favour of a ban on commercial white baiting, so you can't uh, sell them on to a second party, right? That's right, yes. And yeah. what, what about a complete moratorium saying no white baiting season this year? Well, 
Well, actually, that's what I've often thought. That's what we need to give them a rest. So that probably wouldn't hurt either. Mm.